This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome back to another bonus episode of Green and White. We're diving in for a few bonus pods to find out more about our January signings and speaking to fans of clubs they've played for previously. The podcast with Ben Wayne and Saxon Early have gone down incredibly well, according to the feedback at least, and I'm delighted to bring you two more. One for Callum Wright and one for Jay Matete. And, obviously, whilst we were recording one for Jay, Tyreek Wright was announced by the club. And we're trying to line up a Bradford fan for that. Only four days into the January transfer window, and Argyle added a third player to join their table topping side as Callum Wright joined on a permanent deal from Blackpool. I'm delighted to welcome Owen from Robin's Report, a fan-led podcast for all things Cheltenham Town, to discuss Argyle's recent acquisition. Hi, Owen. Hi, how you doing? You right? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, very jealous. Very, very jealous. <laughs> Good. Before we get down to business of discussing Argyle's new edition, talk us through Cheltenham Town's season so far. How are you getting on? How are you finding life under Wade Elliott in his first managerial role? Uh, I think streaky would be, probably be the best way to call it. Um, probably better than expected. Uh, in terms of the style and the kind of transition from Michael Duff, we always knew it was going to be a very, uh, a very tough transition. And the, the aim this season was always avoiding relegation as things currently stand with six points clear of the dotted line so you can't say anything but it's been a success so far because we're exactly where we were last season points wise and although it's the the style of play hasn't been as entertaining as what it was we're we're where we are in the table and we're we snap our snap anybody's hand off for it if, if we're there come the end of the season yeah a big day a big day for you Losing Dan and Lundaloo, I can't say his last name, but Dan and Lundaloo. Yeah, no, that's about right, yeah. And, and signing uh, Will Goodwin on a two and a half year deal from Stoke. Are you, are you happy with January so far? Uh, it's a very tough life being a Chapman Town fan and uh, signings coming to the club. I think uh, as if we both compared our Januaries uh, so far, only nine days in, you know, you're going to 
I'm sure you're a lot happier than what I would be. Um, I think we might win that one. Yeah, just a bit. You know, at the end of the day, we're Champion Town. We're not going to be pulling up any trees with the signings we're going to make. Roy's going to be a club who are looking to either bring in a, not necessarily a first-time loan, but a quality player from either a, a Premier League club or a Championship second-time loan and, and basically give give players a good experience and kind of give them the best opportunity to show the best versions of themselves and either they absolutely love it here and they want to stay or they they obviously use us as a stepping stone and, and make their way up through through the Football League, which many, many players have done. Yeah, talking of obviously first-time loans, Callum Wright. Not a player that I've really had on my radar in truth, um, although he obviously played against us twice last season, both 2-0 losses for the Robins. Uh, what sort of player is Callum and, and what, what are the best parts of his game? He was that he is he is on stats and I'm sure even just without stats, he is the best loan signing we've ever had. And if I just give you the the nickname he he was which was tainted from the season and a half he was with us, the Scouse De Bruyne, I think that kind of puts it perfectly with the type of player he is. He's energetic, got the flair, got the creativity. He's phenomenal. He he completely kind of come here and set the world alight. We were, you know, we had the playoff season in League Two under Michael Duff, and then and then we thought, you know, we might go for it again. Never expected to go up as champions, first time in our in our history. But that signing we made when when we brought him in from Leicester, he set the world alight. And and my only gripe was that we were behind closed doors for that half season in which we went up as champions because. We we didn't get to see all of him in the flesh. We certainly saw some fantastic moments though in League One last season for him. He he could find summit out of absolutely nothing. He would he would have a shot from wherever he could he could hit volleys. I mean, I was disappointed. The one the one clip Plymouth didn't show when he signed on the signing video was that goal on Sky Sports when we played Tranmere in the in the in the COVID season. Because the ball just come to him from outside the box, about twenty five yards out, and he just smashed it on the volley live on Sky Sports. Which, as you can imagine, Cheltenham don't get there very often. And he, pandemonium, absolutely phenomenal. And you, you've got yourself a, a real, real good player. We don't get featured on Sky Sports enough as Argyle, so I can't imagine Cheltenham on there there enough. Yeah, you obviously you mentioned the highlight reel. Obviously, he joined you in January of the twenty twenty one season. Four goals in seventeen games. Obviously helped you lift the League Two title and then obviously rejoined you last season. It appears that he played in all the games possible apart from 10 games out of an ankle injury. Yeah. Um, how much of a loss was he to you upon his return to Leicester or, or uh, had you already resigned to losing him? Huge, really. I mean, there's always that bit of... Tiny little bit of hope that he, as I said, you know, we we are a stepping stone for players. We do expect players to give them a really good experience. They they show the best version of themselves and then they, they move on. And there's always that tiny bit of hope that a player absolutely loves it here and they want to come back and they want to sign a contract. Obviously, we all know players have have great ambitions in Cheltenham Town. We're not going to be the the end goal for many many players. Um, as you said, he he was involved in as many as he had. So over a season and a half, as you said, he did have an injury in between. He made 41 league starts and 10 sub-appearances for the club and scored 13 goals, which is the highest score in loan in Cheltenham's history, um, which isn't including players who come on loan and later sign permanently. He was a huge loss, but it's something we kind of come to expect. You've got another player on your books at Plymouth at the moment, Finn Azaz, who was 
did Callum Wright probably before Callum Wright came. He we had him. He was a first time lane for us in our playoff season when we got knocked out by Northampton in the semi-finals. And to be honest, I didn't think he pulled up any trees. He was a, he was a regular player. Um, and then, but obviously, again, since he went to Cheltenham, he went to Newport, had a really good season. He's cut, he, he went to you and was, was absolutely lighting it up before he got injured. But to be fair, if, if I could have Finn Azaz and Callum Wright in a team, it's it's just unbelievable. So to think that they're both in League One, I'm, I'm really regret, not looking forward to that game later on this month where we've got to possibly see Finn Azaz and Callum Wright line up against us. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to ask you about Finazaz later on, but but you've basically mentioned it all there that, you know, like, I was going to ask you to compare the two because hard line, a hard line question is, is do you think he's capable of replacing what we've lost in Morgan Whitaker? I, I think so. I don't see any reason not. I think it says a lot that a championship club, Blackpool, were willing to take a punt on him based off, you know, they they would have seen what he was doing in League One. They would have seen what he's done in League Two. You know, he was at the Leicester under-23s or 21s and he was he was the captain there. You, you see the qualities in him. He he leads by example. He's he's a player who can create something out of nothing. And if if we go back to that game on Boxing Day, there was one moment of quality in that game. That was Morgan Whitaker hitting it from outside the box and it, it going in. Callum Wright had done that on many occasions for us, made a chance out of absolutely nothing. He would be hitting the ball from some angles. I remember a header, I think it was against Ips, the, the one against Ipswich on a Tuesday night. He had no right to be scoring that header against a, a top-class team. Uh, it's just absolutely unreal. Same against, I think it was Burton at home, he hit another volley, which, again, he had no right to be doing. He, he can create something out of nothing, which and has the quality to to finish, which, you know, I, I'm not, I can't say I've watched all the Morgan Whitaker's game, but I know, I, know the, I know the name and you know what quality he possesses. And the only benefit of a Callum Wright is you've got him on a three-year contract and he's he's a player who's, who's going to have a lot of time with you. We've got him for the long haul, hopefully. Hopefully we don't do a Blackpool and sell him within four months. But you've, you've waxed lyrical so far. So you, you believe that we're, if, if, not when, if we go up, he's, he's capable of playing in the Championship? I think so. Yeah, I think that... I think Blackpool was a good move for him given the transfers they, they had made and the departures they had had at the time. And, you know... A team who you probably would be able to fish in that market of quality kind of League One players. Maybe the step up was a bit too soon for him going to Blackpool. You know, we they they were obviously going to uh, kind of struggle in the Championship and possibly be, be in a relegation battle. He probably needed that top chasing League One club, promotion chasing team. He needed another experience of that. Um, but you know, Blackpool took the punt on him. And he, he was he was he was right to take it probably in his career. But what he wasn't afforded at Blackpool was was the was time. You know, you look at the minutes he was getting at Blackpool, and it was many sub appearances from the bench. And he he is a player who can affect the game, but he's got he's a player who needs needs a run of games, um, and he needs faith put in him. But that being said, uh, he he is a genuine, very very quality, top quality player. Um, I'm not just saying it because. He was a Cheltenham player. We've had a lot of dross in our time too. A lot of poor loans. However, as I said, he he has been the most one of the most successful loan signings we've had at this club. Yeah, you, you touched on it there. Um, obviously, Leicester fans appear to be disappointed when they lost him to Blackpool. Uh, you seem to think that he could cut it at a higher level. Are, are you surprised? Are you genuinely surprised to see Blackpool let him go, especially after four months? 
Yeah, I think so because they could be in a position next season where they're in League One and they need just an exact player like that. Um, Plymouth are going to be in a position where in six months' time they'll be in the Championship. They'll have a player who's hopefully, touch wood, it works out really well for him and he, he makes a cracking start at Plymouth and he's had a bit of taste of the Championship and he can be an influential player for, for Plymouth at a higher level. I've got no doubt. He's, you know, I, I don't know how old he is off the top of my head. He's 22, 23. But yeah, he's, even if he doesn't hit the ground running straight away, he's he's still got the time. And as you said, you've, you've given him the time with a three-year contract. That's kind of showing, putting your faith in him there. Yeah, obviously, it's, it's, I must stress there are any rumours, but there's talk. There's a little bit of talk online about his issues with attitude. It was at Blackpool. I don't know if is that anything that you've you've heard. No, I don't. He, with it, he always seemed a really down to earth lad. He, he was he was a bright spark around the training ground. Um, any interviews he'd done, he he seemed to be kind of a lad who had his head on his shoulders, firmly he had on his shoulders. Um, really well liked around Cheltenham. I, obviously, I can only say what I, I know from from Cheltenham. I'm disappointed to hear if, if if it was, but again, these rumours always come around. You know, I, we, you mentioned Dunnan and Dulu. A lot of people seem to perceive he had an attitude problem, which at times he did throw his hands up in the air a bit. But a lot of that was frustration. So for him, it could have just been a case of case of frustration at not getting the minutes which he has had in in recent seasons. Uh, question from uh, Elliot on Twitter. What role do you think is best for him? Obviously, he's coming to replace Whitaker in the 10, but Schumacher has suggested he intends to play him deeper as a ball winner. Oh, ball winner. Um, difficult one. I, I don't. I wouldn't say it's something he couldn't do. He's, he's definitely a playmaker. Um, I think box-to-box, box, he's got the energy to, to kind of be box-to-box, box, but you do want him either as part of kind of a, a strong central midfield two or or even three if you're going to play him in that kind of central mid role it obviously do really well at, at central attacking mid but at times last season he, he would pop into that central midfield role and kind of perform a box to box but for us he was our kind of out and out playmaker he, he made things happen and he was kind of one of the ones who we rightly so he delivered and we, we relied on last season to, to get us goals we see the first few minutes of Callum in, a, in an Argyle shirt up at Bolton in the nil-nil draw, you know I don't want to prejudge him soon because that would be stupid. But he he seemed to fizzle a little bit. Did, how did he start with with his spells? Are you did he start a, little, a bit slowly and spark into life, or or do you reckon it's just just give him time and he'll be fine? That's a really good question. It seems so long ago, and obviously you only tend to remember the best bits. As as I said, the, the main the main part for him was he was coming in, in in January with a really successful team. Um, I know obviously for yourself, you, you you're in a really successful patch, top of the league, um, in January. So he's coming he's coming into Plymouth at a very similar time when he first came into Cheltenham. So, you know, there there isn't really the pressure on him to straight away hit the ground running because as you said, you have got the likes of Finazaz coming back, um, but. As far as I know, he he was completely influential to our, towards our promotion, and he was completely influential to our highest ever finish in League One last season. So, um, it's not that I can remember him ever going missing in games because I never do. I I could never pinpoint and say Callum Wright was was poor this game, or or you know we could have done with another player other than Callum Wright. Whereas for some Cheltenham players, you know Ryan Breen, one Plymouth fans would be familiar with. He, he struggled this season coming coming back to Cheltenham and, you know, it was such a great signing for us at the time. But he struggled this season. He's gone missing in games and I could never truly tell you that Callum Wright ever ever did uh, whilst in a Cheltenham shirt. Um, 
but obviously it takes time for him to bed in. I think he had to bide his time, if I remember correctly, he had to bide his time to actually get in the team. He started on the bench for a couple of games. Uh, I think it was Harrogate, maybe Harrogate away. And he come off the bench and he wasn't starting straight away. So he, he had to be patient and it kind of served him well. You know, it's, that's that's Michael Duff for you. He, he kind of very serious, straight to the point manager. And, you know, players get their, their place based off... Uh, based off what they show on the training pitch and showing that they're ready. And uh, he certainly showed it. Um, I've got a quote here from Duff, which he says on, uh, he said about Cullen Wright, he just falls on things. Um, and his knack of being in the right place, right time, when the ball would fall loose in the penalty area just outside. So if you're thinking of a player like Morgan Whitaker, who it kind of fell for him in certain places, it's it's, it's very, very similar. So it should be a good, good replacement. Yeah, nice. It's been great to see uh, your fans like waxing lyrical about him, and obviously you, you've you've said uh, copious amounts of, of nice things about Callum. So um, I'm absolutely buzzing to see him like hit the ground running. Um, I saw you tweeted out earlier three words to describe Callum. Just three words from you. Well, I said I would I would start on the uh, my first thing I said was Scouse De Bruyne, and I think that kind of that puts it there. But I, I suppose I was describing him as a as a completely different player. But I think Gab Sutton said something about him being balletic or something like that graceful he's very graceful graceful creator energetic i think that sums it up perfectly half the things i've read and seen about him if if he can if he can show that in a in an argyle shirt absolutely buzzing like he he was he was brilliant he was absolutely brilliant you've got a really good player it's 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 kind of that higher expectation now for him he's at that higher level where he's gonna have a bit higher expectation on his shoulders and he's gonna be expected to deliver I suppose the only the only thing we chant him is probably he was a bigger bigger fish in a small pond to to a certain extent. But um no, I'm sure I'm sure he'll, he'll absolutely smash it for you. Yeah, hopefully. Absolutely delighted to, to have him I can't, I can't wait to see him like light up home park. So hopefully he can he can fill the shoes of Morgan Whitaker and, and take us to the championship, but there's a lot of ifs and buts there, but hopefully. Time will tell. Time will tell. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on. And filling us in, short and sweet. Cheers, Owen, thank you. That's right, no problem. Cheers, take care. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.